Welcome to the Three Wine Guys with Terry, Stevo, and Scott. I'm Jax Harrington. Today's show will be a special edition. This should be a smashing show. Gentlemen, commence the whining. Welcome to Three Wine Guys. It's Scott here. Steve Hope. This is Terry, and we have Hammersky. Hammersky. Hammersky's in the house. Hammersky Vineyards was nice enough to send us a uh, case of their uh, their wine, and uh, they sent us two bottles of everything. And uh, What's the Queen song, the Hammer? There's a good Queen hammer song. Hammer to Fall. Yes. Dun, 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 dun. Yes. Uh, yeah. That's a I can't song. do it justice, but it's a great song. So was this vineyard named after the Queen's song, Scott? I yes. thought that at first, but, but actually. No, it's named after the, the two sons. two sons, Hamilton and Skyler. 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 Yeah. The time I know so. Skyler was from the cartoon Shoe. Skyler is the little, little old bird, Never little kid bird. One. It's not a cartoon. Yeah. Well, actually, I should say cartoon. Yeah. It's a, I'm sorry, comic. Comic strip Shoe. It's Skyler. It's, it's, you know, it's... Jeff McNeil is kind of based a little bit off of um, Mike, um, what's a famous, Mike Ryko. Oh. But they're all birds in the comic strip. You guys are no, no idea. No. Yeah, I'm not a comic person. Anyway, Neither am I. So. That's it. If it's not Marvel or uh, DC. Okay, well, no, there's a comic strip, not a yeah. comic book. Well, I mean. I well, know, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Hammer Sky located in Paso Robles. Yeah. And uh, do you have the sheet? Uh, Dr. Doug. Dr. Doug. Sent it to us, which he was nice enough. We've been uh, corresponding with him a lot lately. Yeah. All right. So it's funny. We, we, we've we gotten some um, commentary from various uh, vineyards or people who are in the area because I, I keep harping on the same point, and I don't know why people are slamming on me for it. But Paso Robles really is about the, have and the haves and the have-nots. I mean, Highway 101 goes kind of right through the middle. And basically, if you're on the, the, if you're on the west side of 101 and you're in the Templeton Gap, you get the cool maritime breezes. If you're on the other side, if you're west or far west, it's much hotter. And it's, you still grow some, some grapes and you still make juice, but it, it doesn't have, well, I just say it's, it's stylistically very, very different wines. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens that my favorites, when you think about the best, you know, you think about like Turley, um, yeah. La Venture, Tablas Creek, Justin, uh, Terry Hogue, um, Saxon. I mean, all these really kick-ass wineries, they're on the left. Yeah, they're on the left. They're on, they're on the west side. And they really benefit from that cooler. They call it the Templeton Gap. Or they really benefit from the maritime breezes. Mm-hmm. Um, but that isn't to say, I guess what I'm, what I'm saying is that just because you might be in a better location doesn't mean you make a better, oh, yeah. make a better product. You know, it's just kind of like a restaurant. You right. know, a restaurant could, you know, you could go to the fanciest restaurants and in this some plush hotel, and you know they, they still fuck up your meal. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, you never know. Or as you can go to some place Italian, serve Italian beef sandwiches for five bucks with some Jardinera, Kadage, dynamite. Right. You, you just, you never know. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's Not true. Yeah, sure. Um, so Hammersky is located in the west, the west section. The one thing that we don't know, we asked Dr. Doug for this specifically. He did not tell us any information about his winemaker. Right. So we don't know who makes Dr. Doug's wines. It might be Dr. Could Doug. Be, it could be Hammersky. It could be Hamilton and Schuyler fighting over the wines. Who knows? Yeah, we, so, we looked at so the Dr. website. Dr. Doug, feel free. Um, we're happy to post it on, our, on yeah. the group page. 
yeah, on sure. Facebook. That'd be cool. Yeah. Know, Facebook. And lately, what we've been doing with all the uh, podcasts because we've now have uh, seventy five hundred uh, followers on our Facebook group page. Uh, not only do I post the photo on our website three guys dot com, but I also put it on our Facebook group page. Yes, very nice, very nice. Um, so Paso Robles is located just south of Monterey. It's at the north end of the Central Coast AVA. And you guys remember from possibly from our Central Coast Syrah, mm-hmm. our podcast, Dynamite, go back. If you haven't yeah. listened to it, that it's reminds me of the old high school stuff. movies. You might remember this from yes. Road Rash. Right, you know? exactly. So, I mean, I, I'm assuming that the, the most of you have listened to the Central Coast uh, Syrah podcast, but I'm sure there's some yeah, of you listening to this who have not. What six shows back? Yeah, seven shows yeah back. but it, that was it was a dynamite show. A lot I mean, of fun. You might be listening to this and saying, "Yeah, I don't." You know, trust me, it's good. It's good. It's good stuff. Uh, definitely worth worth your time. Yeah. Um. So, and we we, we talked about we we talked about I think we had, we had two wines from Paso Robles, but anyway, we 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 talked about the entire Central Coast. So I'm not going to go into that whole that whole AV. All you really know is that Central Coast is the biggest uh, agricultural area in California. And Paso Robles, like I said, is at, at is at the north end. Mm-hmm. And um, but like I said, I pretty much talked to you guys, you know, about um, the the east side of Paso Robles is warmer. Um, they tend to do well with varietals that that that, that do well with ripe, ripeness and such. Like, it's kind of they're almost known really for like Zinfandel mm-hmm. and a lot of Rhone varietals. Actually, the whole area is. I just find that, um, generally speaking, I, I, the wines in the West that receive that are in the Templeton Gap that receive that maritime breeze, generally speaking, um, they tend to be of a higher quality. Mm-hmm. So it's going to piss off some people on the on the on the east side. Trust me, I'll be happy to taste your wines, and you sure. can tell me whether I'm right or wrong. Proof anyway, is right. Proof, proof is in the pudding. So anyway, um, so until you send me, your, send me your wine, I will continue to believe what I believe, and there you go. So please send, send me your wine, All info right. at 3 com. Okay, so on to the wines. We have uh, five red wines and a rosé. Actually, one thing I did want to mention, too, Ooh, that's cool please. about a little more background on uh, oh, Hammer Sky, what's really do. cool is... The vineyard itself has its own bed and breakfast, which was uh, the house itself was built in 1904. And uh, the family that owned it, owned the property, uh, actually raised their 10 kids there. And then Dr. Doug and his wife, uh, he's a a dentist dentist yeah. from dentist. Beverly Hills. So funny because the Roca family wines also dentists. That's uh, dentist and doctor. Dent- right, right. Yeah. The wife was a dentist. Yeah, and the husband. A doctor. Yeah, doctor, yeah and... Right. Uh, Dr. Doug and his wife uh, found the property, fixed it up, and actually, I guess there's tons of cypress trees on the property. And Hearst Castle, which is obviously one of the most famous uh, giant estates in California, they actually. My first wedding was there. Really? Yeah. (laughs) First one. Uh, Second wedding was at Denny's. (laughs) When their cypress trees actually died off or they they had problems with it, they actually got the cypress trees that are there now at. Uh, Hearst Castle came from Dr. Doug's property from the Hammersky Vineyard. And it's a beautiful area. I mean, if you go on their website, hammersky.com, and you'll see some awesome photos of the property. It's just beautiful property. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, people rave uh, about the property, and I know for weddings and banquets and parties, it is basically the place, place, yeah, place to be. Yeah, got the little plug-a-meter. Yes. So, but it is beautiful. I mean, you got to check it out. So. Um, so what is, uh, you know, I'm trying to think, what is their, their catchphrase? What is their catchphrase for their wines? Love, life, wine. Is that what it says in there? Yes. Love, life. That one says love, life, wine. Yeah. They all say love. They, they finish up, you know, they're all about, 
you know, making good wine, uh, enjoying, you know, wine should be enjoyed. They should, it should be with friends and family. They're not about sippers and thinkers. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're more about just pleasure. Sure. So they want wines that are, they're, that are drinkable, that are approachable, and that just bring enjoyment. Boom. Um, what's, what's our relationship to Lenny Coloto? Well, Lenny Coloto um, is actually, it's a, it's a soil type. Yeah, they talk type, about a soil type, yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. So, I'm just noticing that on the label, so. Yeah. Um, yes. One of my favorite wineries, actually. Yes. So, Laventure, Lenny Coloto. Yes. Lark Mead. Yes. Well, well, I know Lark Mead's from Napa. Yeah, but oh, it's cool inter- information on the um, maybe well, alley. While l- we're let's, at, uh, well, let, let's start with the first wine, um, the rosé. Uh, what was interesting about this? Well, first, what I thought was interesting in general is that um, th- th- a lot of Merlot blends and yeah. Cab blends, you know, and you don't see a lot of that. It, yeah, and mixing Merlot with Zinfandel. Yeah, I mean, Justin had yeah. Justin has a cool. Uh, cab blend, Cab Syrah blend, the, the Orphan, right? Yep. Um, I don't see too, you don't see too many Merlot rosés. No, no, that's and, what I thought was interesting too. And, and uh, yeah, this is ninety percent uh, Merlot, ten percent Cab, and uh, it only spent about fourteen hours of total skin contact, which is surprising because it is a rich colored yeah. rosé. I mean, uh, Aged yeah. six months in uh, French oak barrels. Yes, their description that you know they call it a striking violet laced pink. Um, they talk about the, uh, you know, the fresh and fruity. I'll, I'm just going to give you my my notes on this. Um, initially, the aromas were I got this a combination of candy apple and fruit cocktail. To me, the taste was really nice, crisp, a red, delicious apple skin. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, and and strawberry. Um, I found the wine had this surprising, uh, believe it or not, and it sounds crazy, but it had this surprising minerality mm-hmm. uh, about the wine yeah. as well on, on the, the palate, f- and especially on the finish too. Yeah, um, I, I was, you know, it, it's it was a little little hot. Um, a lot of the wines uh, seem to be, you know, alcohol is prominent, and sometimes alcohol, believe it or not, brings actual flavors to 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 the table for sure. But you know, I thought the the, the wine was delicious. The wine, though, too. Uh, I think I think. It really needs to get that close to almost close to room temperature, almost. You know, you know, where it's uh, where, well, I shouldn't say room temperature, yeah. but what, but but right out of the refrigerator, it's almost too cold. Well, you know? and, that's but, and that's why way, way yeah. most I mean rosés are yeah. not supposed to be served that cold. You and, know? And, well, and what I like about this rosé is okay. Let's just say you have this in your fridge, so it's too cold when you actually serve it. But it's you know eighty degrees or ninety degrees or whatever it is, springtime, summertime. You take it out, put it out. You put it on the patio. First glass, if it's too cold, yeah, it might be a little much. But by by the the you know by, by the the time you're halfway through that glass, it's going to be it's going to be right about that right temperature. But um, I mean, this this wine's this is a wine that um, I don't know exactly distribution wise. I don't know necessarily that it's in the Chicago area here, but you can order it off their website. They do ship to Illinois, and they ship across the country. And this one, from a price standpoint, just put you in the ballpark they sell it in three packs for uh 75 dollars so this is right around 25 bucks a bottle well yeah, these these guys i mean total their total production is under two thousand cases right yeah and this uh, this, so actual, this is small 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 production this you're looking at uh their notes page shows 196 cases and the bottle itself it says 131 cases so it's somewhere right. between 131 cases and 191 cases so i mean i appreciate the the barrel fermentation aspect of it it's it's a rich fruitier style rosé for people who find like some French rosés or some Spanish rosés that are too light and bright 
um, too thin. This is a heftier rosé. Yeah, you know. it is heftier. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's from the Merlot, I would assume. I mean, it gives it some yes. body to it. Yes. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 You, you know, I, I've, I've had a few uh, Cabernet-based uh, uh, rosés. Those yeah. are wonderful, too. It's yes. hard to find them, though. Yeah, no, it, it is. And um, I've yes. always liked Cab rosés just for the, like I said, to me, they're, you know, I, I like... I mean, I like really delicate rosés, depending on the, the food that I'm having, just from yeah. a wine geek standpoint. But if I'm really, if it's warm and I and I want a red, but it's too warm for a red, nothing pleases me more than a than a nice, hefty, round, fruity, rich rosé. This fits that bill. Yes, yeah. this yeah. fits that bill. So, okay, as so we move on to the uh, the next wine is the 2007 Zinfandel Reserve. It's um, a thousand. Uh, I'm sorry, hundred hundred percent estate grown Zinfandel. Yes. Uh, 294 cases, uh, 14, 8, 14.8%. Um, Guys, what is yeah. what, what one of the five favorite words I used to describe wines? Compote. Yeah. So this, to me, what I mean, th- I, this was fruit compote on the nose. Well, I, I, think, I mean, well, I think initially, though, the, the cinnamon and clove just sort of bunched the, the, out. Uh, this, the nose yeah. on this is... The nose on this wine is crazy. Uh, just right a out beautiful, of the bottle was be- awesome. Beautiful. I mean, get right from the get-go. Uh, aromatically, I mean... You know, this was this was a this was a prom date. You know, this was just teasing you from the get go. It had this nice p- pure fruit core uh, of flavors. So when I first had it, taste wise, to me it reminded me of, of Kirschwasser, this a uh, cherry brandy. And as it opened up and came around, then uh, you know the this, the alcohol spike kind of came down, and you got these nice ancillary flavors. Um, it was more cinnamon and nutmeg yeah, spice, which I really like. Yeah, this is definitely want to give it time. Yeah, I mean, it, it took it took about a half an hour. Now, mind you, 07 is not too new for... I think 07s are, are young on the Cabernets or the Bordeaux sure. blends. 07s are not too young or too new for, for Zinfandels. I've had a lot of phenomenal 07 Zins. But still, this this did this did take. This is a wine that you would. I mean, and and the good thing about Zinza, they're approachable young, but you can yes. keep them for a while too. I actually yes. the other night I just popped an O2 Bialy and it was delicious. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Aldo's. Uh, Napa Ranch. Ooh, oh, Napa Ranch. Nice I haven't had the Napa so, Ranch. Yeah, it's nice to try. Got it I, well, I think this wine too. It it just needed the, the alcohol was pretty predominant at, at, at first, but it did blow off a little. Oh bit, yeah, yes. You know, so. no. This, like I said, this is this is wine that that just improved, and uh, this was this is aged fourteen months um, in twenty percent new oak, which is Hungarian, and eighty percent neutral French. And back, I can tell you about, people say, why different French styles? Hungarian always brings a, a spice quality to the wine. Typically, um, I know that uh, winemakers will like to use French oak, not only for flavors, but also uh, text- textually as well. That. And the wine itself was, was quite lush. Um, but uh, like I said, this to me, uh, for you know, um, a little under 300 hours, small production, Zinfandel. Um, yeah, r- price-wise, really this is, uh, again, they sell it in three packs for $110, which works out to be about $37 a bottle. And I know in looking at Zaps, uh, which is a Zion, uh, Zinfandel advocate and uh, producer's page, uh, they had mentioned something about if you actually are there and you're a Zap member, you get a 20% off discount. Well, I could be wrong, too. but uh, you know, if I am I'm sure I'll be hearing it from Dr. Doug, but that's what's on the uh, yeah, Zap page. He'll be giving right. you an unnecessary root canal. Yeah. Ow. Yes. Ow, so. ow, ow, ow. Um, the next wine was uh, this. The really quick the yeah. uh, oh yeah uh, with the Zen uh, the two hundred and eighty one cases right production of right it. right. 
Um, and the average the, or the price on it is. Uh, uh, that's what I was saying. It's uh, thirty-seven yeah. bucks a right. bottle. Okay, yeah, yes, exactly. Right. Exactly. It, yeah. You just said that. Um, the next wine is the is called the Open Invitation, and it's ninety percent Zin and ten percent Merlot. They call it a Meritage. Now I'm wondering, do they say Meritage? I know they label? call it yeah Zin blend. So this is ninety percent Zin and ten percent Merlot. You know, in the last five years, you've gotten a lot of Zin blends. Yeah, in the past, yeah. when the, like Linny Colotto's Zin blends that have done really well have been the Rhone varietals with the Zin blends. But you know, in recent years, well, like I think the, the Aviator from uh, High Flyer Wines was uh, Zin and Petite Syrah blend. Yeah, and there you yeah, go. Just yeah, I've awesome. seen a lot of those yeah. Zin, Petite Syrah, Syrah, right, right, and then little Grenache sometimes. And even. like you know, yeah. up in Napa, they've been known to to do the opposite. They've been blending Zin with the Bordeaux varietals and right. have, been, yeah. have had a lot of success. Storybook and and Orange Swift and what have you. You know, hey, the Zinfandel you can't go wrong when you blend with right, that, right. Well, you know, this is this is ten percent Merlot. So my question right off the the bat is ten percent Merlot. So why why Merlot? Why Merlot? Are they trying to soften it? Is it you know what was the thinking? I'd like to ask the winemaker. You know, are you doing it just to be trendy, or are you doing it for or, a reason? Or, or yeah, or you know, you know what? But it's something you don't see too often. So maybe it's just like an you know open experiment in some ways. No, this sees all French oak, um, no Hungarian, as opposed to the the Zinfandel, and twenty five percent of the French oak is new. And this is a wine where if you really like oak, you'll you'll like this wine. I think if you like oaks, you like you'll like Hammerscott. Yeah, if yeah. you like if you like if you really like oak influenced wines, uh, yes, I agree. I think you'll, you're gonna you'll 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 enjoy these wines. You got a lot of it was a lot of rich fruit up front, and then what happened is that this became very spicy. But as yeah. where the zin to me was about nutmeg and cinnamon, this was pepper flake and cracked pepper, completely different spice component. Yeah, like away pepper, almost like a like a, a syrah, if you will. Yeah. But uh, like I said, it starts off really nicely, rich, richly fruited up front. And I lush. think there was this musty, this had a little mustiness to it. Yeah. Which is, uh, yeah and it came through on the nose, too. Yeah, right. and the musty cedar, it was a little dirty. It was like a little dirty mm. wine compared to the others, I think, when you look at the others. And, yeah. Um, uh, nice cherry in the mid-palate, um, vanillaed. Um, the texture, a little grippy, a little grippy texture. The finish also had like this sort of these like green peppercorn nose, like you were saying, yeah. like that peppercornness, like the spice. I got a little like green peppercorn on it. I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, the price on this: uh, two hundred eighty-eight cases, uh, a three-pack will run you ninety-six dollars, and it's uh, it works out to be about thirty-two dollars a hmm. bottle. Got yeah. It. Okay. And then uh, the last one is. Oh no, we're not at the last one. No, oh, no, we're even. We're even. We're, we're, we're halfway all, through. We're. Yeah. Right. We're in the this, middle of the choo choo train. The next wine, the is, hump wine. Is, 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 is the favorite of Face and Hannibal. The A list? The A list. The A list. The A team. The new movie's coming out, by the way. I'm thinking Hannibal Lecter. You're, no, you're Hannibal, thinking Hannibal, Hannibal from A team. B.A. Baracus. BA. You know, I'm, I'm curious with the A team. Are they going to try to make it really cool? Like, try to go too cool with it? I think or are they going to do like a parody? They're gonna like do. They're gonna do like how they did Starsky and Hutch. That's my call. No, no, no. It's not gonna be that funny. The Starsky no? and Hutch was funny, or supposed to be. But funny. I mean, that's what they're gonna try. No, but no, it's no? not. No, like the Brady Bunch. They're trying they to be cool. Where they, they just, oh, really? The A team is trying to be. cool. Oh, trying to be cool. It's a little bit them. funny, but mostly cool. Wow, cool. All right. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. Who 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 was the? Oh, oh God! By the way, you know what movie I saw? Wow. Liam Neeson because he's in both movies. Liam Neeson plays Hannibal in A Team. 
I saw him. Really? I suckered into I guess Clash of the Titans. Oh. Was Liam Neeson in that, too? Yeah, he played Zeus. Really? Wow. Wow. Oh, well. No, right. Wow's right. I mean, the guy should not. What was that movie went around? He just kicked ass. Oh, that was a good movie, Taken. 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 Great movie. Very good. He kicked ass. He just, like, just Just kicked ass. Yeah. like you took my daughter. This was I'm going to do to you. Yeah. That's right. I'm, yes, I mean you're going to die. It's awesome. I mean they all died. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So the A list. Uh, the A list um, is the first of the true Bordeaux blends. This is a Meritage. You know, pr- approximately eighty percent Merlot, fifty percent Cab, about five percent Cab Franc. And um, this is this wine is is uh, aged in French American and Hungarian oak. Twenty five percent of which were new. Um, and they basically say drink now or age two to five or more years. Um, for me, a lot of the 07 Bordeaux blends that I've been drinking um, out of California, uh, to me, have just been a little bit on the young side. Um, yeah. I, I have been avoiding the 07s. Um, I'm drinking 05s. Right. I'm even That's holding what I'm off doing. an 06s. I, I'm drinking 05s right now. So in, uh, yeah. This one, I would, if you are going to drink it now, I would decant it. Yeah, this I'm is one that decant will be your friend because it, it, as this has opened up, yeah. this has really come around. Yeah, it, it has. Um Again, it had that sort of this the, the oak is is sort of similar throughout these, but not but different in many ways. Uh, it had a little bit of uh, mustiness again to it, uh, but this the fruit on this is is gotten lively a little. It bit. really has. Well, you say you say musty. I mean, to me, the musty just sounds like bad. You know, oh, I mean, no. it's earthy. Yeah, it's earthy. earthy. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I put down to musty me, cedar I got, chest like I, that. I, 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 no, well, yeah, I got, I, no. Musty just sounds bad. Oh, okay. I mean, when I think of musty, I think of dank. <laughs> <laughs> right. This isn't dank. No, no, sure. no. I mean, I got like initially, I got like mint and eucalyptus. Yeah, okay. And then I got these other spice qualities to to to, to the wine. Um, I got like these earthy qualities, like you know, soil and leather and that type of thing. You know, these. So I so in that sense, I like to the soil with the musty. All right. No, no, no. Okay, so like, like a musky. musky you know, like oh, maybe, m- maybe musky. musky. Yeah, maybe musky be better. But some people, there are some people like Europeans. I'm sure they love musty. No, I'm just telling you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. you know. And then there's people in Wisconsin who like Muskegon. M- m- yes. Yeah. So. Actually, that's the Uper. Yeah. The yes. upper, the, upper. The, the, the upper, the, yeah, the upper, the upper, uh, <laughs> Michigan. Uh, anyway. um, tangent, yes, tangent, tangent bell. There but you go. I, I really think the fruits are like lively, but it really has. Fun. This is one that uh, decanted. Give it. It is a even though on the sheet it says you, know, you can drink young. Um, if you do drink it young, decanted at least an hour, and you are going to be so happy that you decanted it because yeah. it really to drink it yeah. right out of the bottle. Well, to really drink it right out of the bottle, it doesn't do it justice. And, and when it opens up, no. It really no, yeah. So this was this was uh, another wine that uh, really benefited from the from the time. It's we didn't a, decant any of these. Really decanted thirty five dollars. Um, yeah, three packs yeah. one oh five. Yeah, yeah, three pack is one oh one thirty five. No, no, sorry, this is the A list. So yeah, three packs one oh five. The the next wine, uh, Matthew Fox. The, by the way, I've never seen one episode of Lost. Never going to. Yeah, no, you Matthew Fox. Is that yeah. his name? I watched it. Well, I, I watched one uh, of them. You, then you I, should be talking about yeah. Scott Wolf on uh, right. V. Scott Wolf on V. So Matthew that'd be Fox a party on of two. Lost. Right, that's party of two. This wine is party of four. Doug right. Leopard. Right, and then what was the I girl? Don't know who Doug Leopard is? What was oh, the girl? Nev, Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell. So there you go. That's Didn't your, she date? Uh, the douchebag John, what's his name? Chicago guy. Everybody loves him. Kuzak? Yeah. 
yeah. douchebag. Wow, he's high a, on the he's tool a, he's meter. Such yeah. he's yeah. a douche. Yeah. And um, I think he got a new hair. I think he got like a wig. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. I know a lot about that stuff. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, because you know Nicholas Cage has got the worst oh, hair yeah. extensions. Yeah. I mean, just awful, like goofy, yeah. stupid hair. You know, and and John Cusack's definitely gotten some help, right? Because his buddy Jeremy Piven keeps getting like these little like spray on hair. He just looks terrible. Yeah, GLH, good looking hair. Yeah. The spray on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Piven keeps on trying to hold on. To oh, it's yeah. like, dude, just be Steve-O. Try to be Steve-O. You know, we have right. Chicago has some pretty bad celebrities from that. Oh, age. awful. That age Jim Belushi. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. What I mean, we, we got Bill. We got Vince Vaughn and Bill Murray. Yeah, that's about it. What else do you need? Yeah, there could be. Belushi Steve-O. was good too. Well, the John, John Belushi, John was, Belushi good. was good. Cokehead, yeah. but dynamite. Everybody loved him. Yeah. John Candy was. Oh, he but he was from Toronto. Yeah. yeah, he lived in Chicago. Lived in Chicago. Lived in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And yeah. then uh, Chris Farley. Yeah, uh, I take Chris oh, Farley. Yeah. But he was from Wisconsin. But I mean, still lived in. He, he lived in Chicago. He died in the right. John Hancock. They sure yeah. he did. Of course he did. So God bless him. Anyhow, back to party of four. Uh, <laughs> uh, what a party that would be! John Candy, John Belushi. Anyway, okay, sorry. John Belushi, oh, John Belushi. Candy, yeah. Chris Farley. Yeah. So the, the yeah. okay. So the party of four. Another uh, Bordeaux blend. Thirty five percent cab, thirty five percent merlot, fifteen cab franc, fifteen petite verdot. I, I love petite verdot and wines. Yeah. Um, you know, they, when you talk to, it's funny when, when you talk to like actual Bordeaux winemakers. You know, they talk about round, round wines and square wines and how they kind of you know fix holes and blah blah blah. And um, petite verdot can be great. Um, it can bring a real floral aspect to the wine, um, and it can kind of fill in holes that are missing. And, and but uh, so this wine was in twenty two months in thirty percent new French. Choke. Um, so this was a long 70% time. Seventy percent neutral. Seventy percent neutral. And um, as far as uh, what do you got? Anything uh, for, for this wine, guys? This was er- this one had a little more earth to it than the uh, previous one. I got. Uh, I, I, I found this. It's funny because the, the A list had was almost eighty percent Merlot, um, and this is only thirty five percent Merlot. But I found this much lighter than the A list. Yeah, mm-hmm. it has a little bit more delicacy. To it was it, yeah. lighter, and to me, it was more tannic. This was a wine that I was to me it was just 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 too young now. Right. This is a wine I, I'd, I'd have again, to sit on for a few years. As it's opened up, as it's opened up, it's this is another one you got to decant if you're yeah. going to drink it this young. Yeah. To to me, um, just if you can't decant it, the, the wine needs some time. I mean, right. this is a, th- a three year wine. I'd buy it now and probably I'll try it again in a few years. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll keep that one extra bottle for three years? Huh? Yeah, exactly. Well, we've got our uh, double magnum of uh, the old ghost that's going on three years. Yeah, it's probably getting somewhat due, I would think. Yeah. yeah. Besides the Zinfandel, one of my favorite wines as far as how it, it improved and with time in the glass was the last wine, which was called the Limited Resources. And on the bottle it just says... Uh, Cabernet Sauvignon, you know, right? and, yeah. and, and, well, and, and yeah, it's and, funny. Not, not that packaging matters at, at all, but they, they, they have some nice labels. The labels are very cool. And I, the bottle, I the, like the black the, label and the red in the back. And it's the bottle cool. shape is sort of cool, it's sort of. Uh, yeah, very con- nice. So you're saying that's a bottle you'd want to sit on? Resource, <laughs> you know. Yes. Thanks, guys. Right. Um, so this is 80% cab, 50% merlot, 5% cab franc, and uh, this also just like for. 22, 22 months in in, uh, in barrels. Majority is French. Twenty five percent new, and um, they really they really uh, maximize the extraction to bring out additional flavors um, and uh, and color richness to the wine. This wine to me was about the tannic, the the, the really firm tannic structure and and the spice. 
like I said, this was also you had that licorice, a um, little bit of olive tapenade, leather, uh, very earthy, a um, lot of upfront fruit as well, very complex. Um, initially, it, the, the wine was a little bit too much for me when we first popped it and dropped it. Um, but like I said, after an hour or so, it I really think that's came said around. for all the wines. I think yeah, I th- I th- they really do need time. Yeah, yeah, because I think when we first opened them up, I was sort of like, eh. You know, I've, need, they need a little while, and and, yeah. and thank God we had the sherry beforehand. Right. Yes. Well, this on the bottle itself it says uh, 137 cases. Yeah. But on the note sheet it shows 388 cases. So, uh, from a price standpoint, they sell these in three packs for 120 for uh, three bottles, which will run you about 40 bucks a bottle. Okay. So of the night, my three favorite were with the Couture Rosé. Um, the Zin Reserve, and then the last one, the Limited Resource. Those are those are my three favorites. T Bone, what, what were your three favorites? Uh, I think I would have to go the same direction with the first two. I like the uh, the I like the Rosé. Mm-hmm. I like the 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 Zinfandel Reserve, and then I think I would flip flop you on the um, I like the um, the Party of Four. I the Party of Four. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You know what? Actually, yeah, the party of four is okay. like well, what well, your three yeah. favorite. I though I do like the uh, the rosé. I mean, yeah. for twenty five bucks, I mean, yeah, it's I, I, I would buy that. Um, the other what I would do actually would be the uh, Zen Reserve, uh, the party of four, and the cab. The, 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 um, the uh, limited resource. The limited resource. Okay, so, that so I know that's four out of the six. So then I would say, I, if, that which kind of means that I really can't pick three, right? Yeah. But I mean, uh, those uh, were well. I, I, okay, so then I guess what we're saying is that, that our favorite then would be the Zen Reserve or the, the Rosé. I think the Rosé. Yeah, Rosé is diamond twenty five bucks. Okay, I mean, that's well, that, and then the second would be the Zen the Reserve. Zen I mean, when yeah. you're when you get into the realm of ordering direct from wineries, getting away with a bottle of wine for twenty five bucks, you know, a three pack for seventy five dollars. That's I, I, I think I think the the. The rosé fits our personalities. I like that. Oh, yeah. That, that sort of yeah. bold, the, it had a little bit of boldness to it. Right. And, and you know, those graceful notes. That we yeah, and have, like, so. like we were saying, though, you go the cab route or the A-list or the party of four, the, uh, any of those, you sit on them for a couple of years. Yeah. Or you decant them if you, if you can't wait. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's uh, Hammer Sky Vineyards out of Paso. Uh, their website's uh, hammersky.com. Uh, com. Yeah. If you're in the area, lovely place to visit. Looks absolutely gorgeous. Hopefully, we'll be able to go there and then give you our feedback. We could do a review from, a review yes, from be great. there. That'd be great. So. Yes. But anyhow, questions, comments, um, info at threewineguys.com. It actually, that account forwards to all three of our separate emails. So, uh, or you can email us direct uh, Steve at threewineguys, Scott at threewineguys, or Terry or T Bone at threewineguys.com. So, thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon. Cheers. Keep whining.